The Division mobile gameplay is here. If you've not seen it, the Division Resurgence gameplay was revealed on Ubisoft's official YouTube channel. We're going to take a look at two videos. There is the Division Resurgence official gameplay walkthrough, as well as a video about the factions, stories, and gameplay. If you're interested in the Division mobile game, you're going to want to watch this. We're going to break down the gameplay and take a look at it. We did a stream already today about Fall Guys skill-based matchmaking. If you missed that VOD, go watch it. We break down the good and the bad and the problems with skill-based matchmaking as it presents itself in Fall Guys. I'm going to end that stream now and redirect everybody over. If you've never been here before, we try to front load the streams with all the value so that way you don't have to go hunting for what I think. So you can always watch a VOD and the first five minutes is probably everything you're looking for. But a stream like this is going to be a little bit different because we are going to have to watch and break down gameplay. So let me pop out the chat, drag it over to the side, and we're going to dive into this gameplay and take a look at it. It, uh, It's a little, I'm going to tell you right now, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. It's a little rough, okay? As soon as I start the stream, YouTube's like, now's a good time to run ads. Uh, It's a little rough. Um, I'm not going to play sound for the initial gameplay. I'll play sound for the second video where they're commentating. Um, Well, you know, let's... Well, I don't know if they play music in this or not. Do they play music in this trailer? Uh, Let's just run it without sound. So, it's rough, okay? I'm going to be 100% honest out of the gate this gameplay is looking uh, a little bit rough and it's one of those things where we gotta remember it's a mobile game but the question is is this up to par for other mobile games so those of you that play mobile games like Call of Duty Mobile PUBG Mobile things like that you're gonna have to weigh in here okay it is called the Division Resurgence Uh, this Division mobile game. So this right here is alpha footage captured on a mobile device. It's rated Peggy 16. You're immediately going to notice issues uh, with, I just noticed frame rate issues uh, pretty, pretty significantly. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. It feels a little bit like um, a retextured Nintendo 64 game. Uh, This is, but again, I just, I just don't know if this is up to par uh, for mobile for mobile games like is this going to be good enough for somebody uh, looking to play the division on their iPad or on their iPhone speaking of product placement uh, there you go so now they're out here in the open uh, quite easily that's that's got to be 20 to 30 frames per second uh, zero doubt in my mind it's pretty low on the frames per second I don't know what that's going to feel like when they're actually in a firefight didn't you be talking about a feature in the original division where you could join your friends with a drone via mobile? Yeah, they, I don't think they, I don't know if they ever did that. I don't know if they ever did that at all. Thanks, mama. So here we are behind a car. Let's see. Oh, golly, that guy running by. Hang on, mama. We just started gameplay. Um, I want to see some gunshots here. Oh, jeepers. So the controls, you're going to have. I feel like you're almost going to have to sync up a controller with your mobile device to play this effectively. So let me move to the other side so you guys can see the UI. Let me get out of the way here. Because over here is just like the person's health and their level. Okay. So over there on the right, you can see the buttons on the screen that you're going to have to interface with uh, in order to play this game. Gee, many freaking Christmas. It looks really rough. Controller support is native, uh, says Creature. 
Uh, but this is a shared open world. They left that behind for now. Oh, they left behind the the, the drone control. Um, all right, let's let people let's let people gauge this. Uh, the division mobile game. How do you rate? Uh, well, let's just do the division mobile gameplay. How do you rate it? And we're gonna do the uh, the A B C D. We've done this before. When we're looking at gameplay footage, we like to hear from you guys. Uh, the Division Mobile gameplay, how do you rate it? A, B, C, D. Remember, you can always vote in the poll and then dismiss it if you don't like it on that overlay in chat. Got to use the backbone or a controller. Graphics look rough even for a mobile game. Yeah, I feel like the problem is they have so much that they need to let you do and so much draw distance that they have to tone the textures down so much that it ends up looking like a Nintendo 64 game. I get that they are trying to add more games and more capabilities to mobile, says Lethal Lady, but if you add this much and it needed a controller, it defeats the purpose for me. Yeah, this is alpha, but I would say this is probably pretty close to the final product, honestly. Guys, remember, we're in a new stream, so switch over to live chat so you can see what everybody says, and make sure you smash the like button. Let's get those first 100 likes. It says down in the corner behind me, alpha footage quality, not uh, alpha footage quality, not final. I, I don't know. Sven says for a mobile game, it doesn't look that bad. Mobile games have looked a lot worse. I think my primary concern is the aiming and the shooting. Like, somebody would play this game on their phone and not care that the textures are very basic. They wouldn't care about that. But they're going to want to be able to shoot with, with, with some fluidity. Like, even the shoot... Look at the shooting. Like... Look how big the numbers are, too. Like, they've got to think through some UI customization here. Look how big those numbers are. Do they need to be that big? That's true, English Oakhead. It does look bad because of the size of the screen. On your phone, it won't be as bad. That is true. That's why I don't think the textures matter as much as the gameplay. Like, people would get over the textures because they're playing on a phone, but it needs to run smooth. 
Uh, the Division Heartland is still coming out. Totally free to play game. It's going to be firmly rooted in the survival mechanic that uh, Division 1 survival was like. Currently on an iPhone mini. If I go full screen, I need bigger UI. It also looks fine in terms of resolution and textures. Alright. Let's... Let's... Let's go to the other video and see what they have to say about it. Hang on. This is taking you back to New York City to see where it all began. It's a free-to-play third-person shooter, and it's coming to iOS and Android. We've got the details on a new enemy faction, new specializations, the new storyline, and it's all here in our interview with executive producer Fabrice Navrez. This is a new story in the Division canon, and it takes place, you are the first wave arriving in New York City, is that correct? The overall objective was to make sure that we give a a unique story for Division fans to enjoy, to to give more details about the Division universe, but also for newcomers, people that are not familiar with the Division 1 and the Division 2, to have a good start. And so you will start with the first wave before the Division 1 events, and then a big chunk of the game is actually after the Division 1 and before the Division 2, and from there we will expand the stories. Now that first wave gave rise to rogue agents. Rogue agents, of course, some of the not just toughest enemies, but also most uh, sort of developed characters in the Division franchise. Are we going to be meeting some new characters, some new faces uh, that are really part of, of how this whole thing unfolded? We are doing two things, actually. It's first to uh, to meet with people that are known from the Division 1 or the, uh, or the Division 2, uh, which is interesting to meet them before what happened actually in the in the division one especially and we're also introducing new villains will we be seeing familiar factions new factions who are we going to be fighting out there in the streets as a player you will meet with the factions from uh, from the previous opus but uh, we also uh, created dedicated factions uh, one of them is the freeman for example so it starts with okay what what a bunch of uh, engineers, civil workers, people that are, know how to build stuff will behave in a collapsing New York City. Uh, well, they will do their own arsenal, they will build their own weapons, uh, and will also introduce a brand new gameplay to have new challenges for the player that plays very differently from the, from the former factions. Specializations, big part of the Division 2, not just in terms of special weapons that can change the tide of battle, but also a whole complement of abilities, mods, and buffs. Are there new specializations coming for the Division Resurgence? Absolutely. You will find the specialization you used to have in the Division 2, but we also added uh, new ones. We wanted to... Uh, used to have what? In the okay, Division all right. Can, you, can I just ask a question? <clears throat> like, I get that this is rough footage. I get it's alpha. I'm not trying to be a hater, but why would you showcase... Sorry this watch him try to shoot the car you used to have in the division two but also i did the new ones i'm not watching like an ign video where some guy who's half asleep puts together a quick video of gameplay and is terrible at the game this is on the official ubisoft channel 
to uh, to allow the player to change specialization uh, when he wants so to make sure that when you're playing in cooperation with your friends for example that actually you can you can kind of adapt your playstyle to find the right synergy in your team so so the the key here is really flexibility and bringing new uh, new cool stuff uh, in your arsenal if you want to play five minutes ten minutes you can if you want to go into a more intense focus game session of two three hours it's possible as well you can basically play the game a bit uh, uh, fitting it with your your, your time uh, the second thing we're looking at also is to uh, to give a lot of options for the player to customize the the controls for example to make sure they are very comfortable with that uh, with with, uh, with the play style uh, so so that's that's really the the key there and it's also how we take advantage of uh, of putting the division on the mobile phone it's a faithful division game, so uh, we had a, a lot of great inspiration to take from. Of course, it's adapted for a small screen, had to be uh, easy to read, but uh, you will uh, you will feel at home basically with the uh, overall uh, UI style. Playing with friends, playing solo, these are both different ways you've been able to. Okay, I just <clears throat> man, I, I'm trying not to be a hater. If you guys are enjoying our second show for the day this morning, we talked about Fall Guys skill based matchmaking. Now we're looking at the division mobile gameplay. Vote, where do you see this gameplay ranking? A, B, C, D. We have a poll at the top of the chat about the Division mobile game that we are looking at right now. Okay, the UI. I just don't know on a small screen if this works very well. Like, I get that mobile gamers are probably going to be more accepting of this type of thing, but... The, the UI is very, very full. Very full. So you've got, over here above me, you have a shoot button. You have a tap circle for aim, right? Down across the middle, you have all of your gear. Then you have on the right, your movement controls. Above on the right, you have your tech. At the top of the right, you have menu icons. Then in the middle, you have your health, their health, and available icon that you're supposed to go to 213 meters away you have radar upper left as well as like what you're working on i i don't want to be a hater but i feel like my gosh this feels like a ui overload which is the thing that you'd probably want to avoid on a smaller screen do you see what i'm saying so i'm wondering if they're going to have like a limited ui mode to where some of this stuff just either shrinks or shifts to different positions or something. I don't know. This feels like a bit too much. At the very least, like up here in in the up here where like the menu UI is, I feel like the tech UI should be up there at the very least. I don't know. It's just a lot of UI. Isn't the isn't mobile supposed to be quick get in get out games? Yeah, you're going to need a ton of aim assist as well. The aiming looks incredibly rough, which will make it feel very not satisfying, right? Like, you need to be able to shoot and aim well, or people will walk away very quickly. Play the division in the past. How has that kind of translated to the mobile platform, being able to jump into solo, being able to jump into co-op? How have you sort of tuned that for mobile experience? Uh, I would say it's it's quite similar to what you would expect from the division. So it's basically you can either plan to play with your friends. From there, you can do all type of activity in the open world, go to play the campaigns, etc. Uh- Mr. Wright says you can turn down opacity in the combat UI. Have you played this or covered it in any way? Are you associated with the game? I'd love to. I'd love to ask questions if you actually 
um, if you've played it or something, or if you have some intel. Um, uh, the game is is a, is a MMO at art also. So if you want, if you meet some strangers that looks helpful, well, you can play with them and 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 uh, and explore the city. Uh, and where we're pushing a bit more the boundaries is on the clan system. Where basically what we want to have is to have. Uh, uh, a group of players that are gathering together and try to improve the situation in New York City. And basically, all the tasks that is being made by uh, by, by the, the clan members is basically improving the overall situation. So it's you're not alone. We talked about specializations, but of course, that's only one part of your arsenal. As a division agent, the gear you're wearing, the weapons you're wielding, the mods you have on them, and the way you acquire them, either by looting them uh, from your enemies, from a from a cache, or by crafting them. Talk to me about how that kind of depth of customization has translated to the division resurgence. Uh, so that's something we want. So Creature says it's just a basic div feature. All games let you turn down opacity, says Dark Knight. And then John always, I think, has it has it right here, okay? I don't see this converting Division or General Console PC players to Division Mobile. I may, It may appeal to folks who already game on mobile. That's exactly right. I don't, and, uh, and to be quite honest, I don't think their target audience is existing Division fans. I don't think if you're an existing Division fan that this is targeting you. I think they're targeting existing mobile gamers who want, like, a looter. You know what I mean? Now, Eugene's saying this doesn't seem like something you could, like, casually play on the bus, you know, and and get in a quick session. They're going to have to think about that. They're going to have to think about the content loop and how does this land as a, as a mobile game, as an accessible, playable mobile game. They're going to have to think through that content loop because I do think that is an aspect of looter shooters playing a looter on your phone. I I guarantee you people will like it, but it has to be pretty casual and accessible. It can't be the division that we're accustomed to, which I think goes back to what I was saying. I don't think their target audience is existing division players wanted to keep the complexity, the theory crafting, the min-maxing, uh, the division resurgence is a RPG, and that means that actually players would be able to really look uh, on how to optimize everything to get the best build in a specific situation. So we kept uh, most of the system you would expect from the division. Of course, it's adapted. You start with the specialization that is kind of increasing the number of options. It means also different synergy with the guns, but uh, but you will have a quite, uh, quite complete mix actually to, uh, to, to find the best play style. Excellent, you can get really into it there. Now folks, before we go, the division resurgence wants... So the fact that they're gonna maintain like the min-maxing and the build crafting, I feel like that's either going to really help them or really hurt them because I think that does create that depth and that ability for you to really dive in and to and to get and to get a really really dedicated audience, but I think it could also really turn people off because they're like, "Holy moly, I was looking for a super casual game that, that this is this is way too complex for me." And it might struggle, it might struggle to uh, to garner an audience, right? It might. It might struggle. Wants you to play the game early in upcoming tests. So go to thedivisionresurgence.com to sign up for a chance to get into the closed alpha this July. Fabrice, can you give us an idea of what the team is hoping to learn from these tests? 
if you have the chance to play it, it's very important that we get your feedbacks. And uh, the key there for us is to really understand how you play the game. Uh, how do you like what we've done with the control, with your overall pacing, your overall level design, and how we uh, we. Uh, put uh, uh, New York City. So it's really focused on the gameplay experience and the immersion of the, the open world. Sounds good, Fabrice. Thanks for taking the time to tell us more about the Division Resurgence. So, so we've signed up to try to play. Um, we can just loop the gameplay, so if anybody's missed anything from the gameplay, we'll continue to p p uh, pick, pick it apart and look at things and really analyze what we think is good, bad, or mid. And... Um, I, I will say this, I will say this. I um I think mobile games have massive potential because it's a market of players that we don't really understand. Most of us here are not big avid mobile gamers. We're mostly console and PC gamers. Uh, and, and this isn't necessarily something that appeals to us. And we need to remember that. We need to remember that this game and the way that it's built and the way that it looks, you know, isn't uh, isn't particularly built for us. Now, I, uh, I did this a thing to register... <clears throat> to play, so if you're tuning in, we're looking at the Division Mobile gameplay, and I have, you know, I, I put my name in or registered or whatever, and we'll definitely check this out because I do think what Robert is bringing up in chat is a significant question. What type of microtransactions are we going to be looking at? Are we going to be looking at something that feels pretty heavily monetized? Is it going to be pay to win? I would imagine in the division, they would stick true to what they've done in the past, right? Can't you buy um, can't you buy stuff that allows you to uh, just look cooler, right? I, I would imagine I would imagine that would be the case. Um, uh, don't If I don't like it, then it's objectively bad, says Zubair. Is this Ubisoft Diablo Immortal mobile game? I don't think this is going to end up playing like Diablo Immortal, no. I don't see them doing... Uh, I don't see them doing pay to win. Not at all. Store will be shut down till launch, I bet. Multiverse open beta is July 26. Yeah, this again, I just... This is my primary concern. Like, look at the look at the the aiming, and just how challenging it is to track, like a moving target. Now it does seem like they've got the AI tuned and toned down for a mobile game. Like this person's not getting shot up and 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 you know blown away. But this too is it. It feels like let's say some positive things. I would say from a positive aspect, they've made it very easy to look at which of these backpacks would you prefer wearing. Number one, you're going from a green to a blue. Number two, its power score is going up. Your health is going up. Your firepower perk point is going up from 3 to 25. You are losing 5 points on the defense, and then you are losing 10 points on the tech side and then you're getting a projectile speed bonus instead of an ammo pick bonus and then you can see talents and mods i actually think this is done pretty well like for us from a snapshot standpoint if i'm playing this game and i'm getting invested and care about loot i actually think that's a pretty good snapshot on a mobile device to let you know 
is this even going to remotely, you know, help me or, you know, line up with my, my current, my current build. Now, some of the negatives here would be this might be somewhat overwhelming to mobile player audiences. Are they going to look at this and feel like this is so busy? There's too much going on. There's too many details. Like, I think one of the dangers and dilemmas here of the people working on this game is you might be presuming that prior division knowledge and if you assume that there's too much of that you're not going to hold the player's hand enough and a brand new player or a mobile player unfamiliar with the division universe is going to look at this and feel like they're trying to read a you know an instruction manual in a different language so they they might look at this and be like I, I i cannot even remotely get my footing in what exactly it is uh, that I'm looking at. So again, I, I think this could cut both ways. I think the amount of information and the amount of detail could really, really help, but it could also really, really hurt. It could really drive people uh, away. So there's good and bad here, I think, in just that UI example. Here again, with the UI, you know, I, I do have some concerns about what someone playing on a small screen will accept. Now, if you're a mobile gamer in the audience, feel free to weigh in and educate me here. This seems a tad too busy and a tad too full. Uh, There's almost no free screen capital. As soon as there's enemies in the remaining screen capital in the middle, all of their health bars and levels are there as well. So uh, if you're a mobile gamer, is this an acceptable level use of UI and screen space? Or does this feel a little cramped and a little overwhelmed? I mean, at first blush, I think this feels a little cramped. How about a poll? Whether it be a cosmetic-only micro or both? I mean, that's just people guessing. There's no reason to do a poll on that. Get a bigger screen? It's definitely not FNFTs, they said. Definitely not. You can't trade them or sell them. It's not leveraging any blockchain technologies and definitely not NFTs said Sony's Gren Chen, Vice President of Advertising, Loyalty, and Licensed Merchandise. Chen's comments sure make it seem like Sony wants to get out ahead of any speculation that the new collectibles are NFTs. <laughs> get a bigger screen. Well, I think that's the issue, right? Is that if you're playing mobile games, you're, 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 you're not going... Not very many people have giant mobile screen uh, devices. They have, you know, more average uh, mobile screen devices. So here again to say some good and some bad. I think this is good. I actually think this is if you're going to attempt to do any kind of min-maxing or build crafting, let me get out of the way uh, down here in the corner for you just so you can see a little bit of what's going on. So they give you a nice snapshot on this Police M4. Accuracy, reload speed, uh, optimal range, movement speed, and stability. You've got like that nice little bar. Well, not bar graph. It's like the the octagon graph and uh that is a real quick snapshot of where your benefits are where your strengths and maybe where your weaknesses are and then over here you can see accuracy vertical stability and horizontal stability is the equipment proficiency that they're fiddling with uh and they're able to like you know kind of spend those points now i'm in front of the points, so let me get out of the way so you can see there on the other side that you know it's like 600 per level 500 per level 400 per level more than likely as they spend yeah you can see the prices increase as they spend uh and that would then of course pull from the currency at the top of the screen top left of the screen has their their currency there that they're spending now it might convert to a different currency the higher you go uh and here we're looking at 
all of the different weapons that they could potentially be working towards so the military 416 can become a custom 416 G3 and then continue on to the right. There's a classic AK-47 as well. It shows the drop level uh, so that way you kind of know where they're dropping. And then here you're going in customizing. You've got a blueprint. Uh, they're claiming that. And then there's their, there's their gun. And then that again, uh, I think, you know, from a mobile UI design perspective, I actually think that looks okay. You've got, you know, again, the quick snapshot snapshot of the perks and then the attributes overview down there. You can see it's evenly spaced on stability, accuracy, and reload speed, a little bit lacking on the optimal range and like a teeny bit lacking on movement speed. And now we're looking at all of the different attachments you could potentially put on the device this again, I feels like I feel like this is a pretty good adaptation and contextualization of the division world and of the levels of customization that the division offers, and this would work perfectly fine on a mobile device. I don't feel like this is, um, this is. I don't feel like the only negative I could say about this is maybe the text is a little bit small. I'm trying to imagine reading that text on an iPhone screen or an Android size screen. Um, it's not as intrusive as I expected. It looks no worse than Apex Mobile UI. Okay, yeah, let me pull up Apex Mobile UI. We'll look at that in just a second. Thank you for that comparison. Um, Close out of that, close out of that. So we'll look at a comparison here in a moment of the Apex Mobile UI in this. If you're just tuning in, we're taking a look at the Division Mobile gameplay and analyzing it and breaking it down. Uh, I do think there's good and bad to be said here. I do think there's there's potential popularity and also potential risk uh, with this with this game uh, landing on mobile and the reception that it will experience. Android is better than iPhone. Sure, whatever piece of plastic makes you feel better about yourself, I'm all for you having you know confidence attached to an inanimate object so here we got a snapshot snapshot snap, snap, snap. we got a snapshot of the player resources items mods and equipment and you can see their power score is at a 680 and you can see firepower you know defense and tech snapshot scores as well uh, that's actually I think good gear UI I think that's pretty good uh, they've got their DPS armor and their health rating right below how much of their currency uh, do they currently have if they you know they feel like going into that menu that we were just in yeah you know for for upgrading uh, upgrading your your equipment so I, I think this is good UI now if you look at the character if you look at her um, she doesn't necessarily look bad I think she looks very non-textured which I kind of come to expect that from a mobile game uh, if you guys have never been here before and you're enjoying the show and the breakdown, usually we're in this scene doing a talk show, but for gameplay breakdowns, I obviously switch it to this. Uh, so make sure and hit subscribe. That way you can talk in chat. Um, and Power Wash is officially out of early access Power Wash Simulator on Steam. They sent me a code, so maybe we'll maybe we'll do a, a first look since it, it's officially launched. Um, my plastic has more plastic than your plastic. That's right. We doing Phone Wars? Uh, I was just getting good at console wars, yeah. The UI is fairly clean, says Fuzzy. Also, if you already played Div, then you're familiar with it. Happy with how it works. Well, I do want to talk about that's one of the risks, Fuzzy. I do think they're taking a pretty big risk if a lot of this has been designed around prior assumed knowledge of the division, right? 
if 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 they're assuming that, I actually think that's a giant risk. Because I think a lot of people playing this are going to be brand new to the division. I don't think hardcore division fans are going to be coming over and playing this in great numbers. I could be wrong. I could be completely misreading this and, and making a bad prediction. But I definitely think if you're hardcore into the division one and in the division two, the division mobile game is likely to be super unappealing to you. It'll feel very pedestrian. It'll feel very stripped down. If you're a mobile gamer, it'll probably feel pretty nice, but that's when it could run into rough territory. It could be too much information. It could feel like you're drinking from a fire hose. It could be too complex for your average mobile gamer. They're looking for something a little bit more simplistic and casual, and this will definitely not feel that way. It is a true RPG, he said in the interview. It is. It has the build crafting. It has the min maxing. Um, so, th- th- this this could land in a valley, and that valley could be that the division fans don't really need it or asked for it. They're like, "What the frick? We don't care about that." And mobile gamers might say, "This is way more game than I could ever want. This is not something that I'm looking for." You know, flip phones rule. That's right. Guys, again, if you're enjoying the content, do me a favor, hit subscribe, hit like, consider becoming a member. We're working our way back to a thousand members. We do a stream Friday night with my wife, and she's on cam on Friday nights if we're at a thousand members or higher. So feel free to gift members or join, maybe rejoin if your membership from last month lapsed because you got it gifted. We want people to get involved and enjoy all the great content that we're doing, and that's a great way to support what we do here every single day. I am a safe for work broadcaster, so a lot of people throw me on in the background like video game radio. Uh, let's take a look at the map system here. See, again, I think I get this and can orient to this because I have played The Division before. I, If I look at this with fresh eyes or eyes that have never played Division, like if I'm just sort of like... I'm trying to imagine what a brand new mobile player is going to think when they see this. And I just, I gotta say, it just feels a little cluttered. It's not bad it's not sloppy or ugly it just feels a little cluttered and a little cramped I think developing for mobile games has to be significantly challenging because of the sheer just limitation of, uh, of screen size it's just almost no screen capital whatsoever almost none um, it just you gotta you gotta wonder just how much specific time they have to dedicate to 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 sharing the screen and moving things and shuffling things around because they, it is it is it's it's a little cluttered it's the same maps they already had i feel like they repurposed the division 1 for this game i don't know if they've officially said but that's what it looks like to me it looks like the division 1 i saw some places that looked very very oddly familiar uh, they are in New York City, so the game would require time investment from a mobile game player. A lot going on on that screen. Engage is still the best phone gaming device, says Russell Stewart. It's like how mobile Civ games are way simplified. It's a different game, which is good because hardcore Civ players aren't playing on mobile. Creature says it is the Div One map. Okay. Okay. And, and this is when we get into, okay, so that movement right there, I think is totally fine. So, okay, so let's just break it down. Coming up to cover, I think looks totally fine. It looks pretty usable. That guy throwing cover is a little 
jerky, but it's okay. Throwing that seemed okay. And then you start shooting, and this is where things get a little dicey. The numbers popping up seem a bit intrusive and a bit too big, and the aim seems incredibly loosey-goosey. Just feels a little loose. Now, here again, we can see a device being used. That feels pretty easy to do. That didn't feel sloppy, bad, or clunky. This right here, again, just seems rough. And the question will be is, does that does that feel satisfying enough to a new mobile user will it feel smooth enough will it feel good enough to you know to capture and keep somebody new here's another great example of just the rough aiming in the game just extremely rough i mean we need some music here you know almost some clown car music you know like it's just really really rough um I'm not trying to be mean. It just it just feels like wow, oh, wow. If that's what the shooting feels like, is that going to be tough for people uh, to enjoy? Are they going to feel like the content loop is frustrating and and uh, and non-responsive, clunky, whatever? Is the playtester being shown just terrible at aiming? I don't know why you would do that, Tony. This is on the official Ubisoft uh, website, so we can see here uh, some of the weapons. We see an ACR, so the M4. Uh, leads to an ACR the 416 G3 which has been customized from just a default uh, 416 uh, goes to an MK16 down here we got the classic AK47 and it'll go up to a black market AK47 Um, and then they go in here and they show what you can you know you can increase uh, equipment proficiency for this one here uh, for the blueprint and you've got the, the three things so they can spend their points as a big fan of Division gameplay, this looks like if I played on a controller, it will feel played just fine for a mobile game. Yeah, we've we've tried to get into the beta. If we do get into the beta, I will. Uh, I, I I can play with the controller on my iPad. Uh, I've got a I've got a Sony controller. I can sync up the Sony Dual Senses. Will 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 pair up with my iPad, and um, we did that for Diablo, and it felt really really good. And this, this again is one of those instances where obviously, if you look at the draw distance, and you look at the buildings, and you look at the city. Uh, it doesn't look very good, but I don't know if it needs to since it's a mobile game. Like mobile users will mobile gamers, I should say, mobile gamers will probably be a little bit more forgiving of uh, of this level of uh, fidelity or, or the lack of fidelity, uh, I should say. Because to me, I, I, I don't think it's really hard for us as PC gamers, console gamers, to look at the Division Mobile gameplay and not say, oh my gosh, what the frick? That looks like a Nintendo 64 game. That looks like a PlayStation 3 game. I, I do think um, that's that's always going to be the case when you play a mobile game. They're going to have to strip all those things down that we have become accustomed to. And if you have become accustomed to those things, you're going to immediately notice their absence. So just the city and the draw distance and the detail in the buildings is uh, it's it's pretty noticeable. Uh, but that's again that's a requirement of games of this size. They're gonna have to shrink all that stuff uh, down. Watch this on your phone. All right. Well, as it loops, let me pull open my phone and I'll watch the stream uh, and I'll and I'll see new to YouTube's appearance. YouTube's appearance set to oh I, it went away. Um, Okay, so I'm going to pull it up on my phone. I'm going to go horizontal. Let me turn off the chat. Okay, so let me watch it on my phone while it plays for you guys.
So I think the first thing I actually noticed is the frame. The frame rate is the first thing I noticed. The textures and the world detail and like the offices and stuff and some of the pop in, that's not that big of the deal. That's not that big of a deal. But the first thing I'm noticing is frame rate. It does seem pretty jittery, pretty shaky uh, when when watching it on my phone. So the smaller screen size, um, some of the text does feel a little bit, uh, a little rough, like back here, like that size there. And uh, when she looks at something in here, there's a, there's like a menu that's going to pop up. Um, those words where it says right there, so where it says objective, no active objective, difficulty request, manual approval, and all that, that feels pretty small on my iPhone. I'm, I'm watching it full screen. <clears throat> so that feels a little small. You know, not that I'm straining my eyes, but it does feel as if I, I'm, I'm almost feeling like I have to squint a little bit uh, for that, that particular text there. So... I don't think the world texture, character texture, world detail, character detail, I don't think any of that stands out to me when I look on my mobile device. I think all of that looks totally fine. I notice the frame rate, and then I notice the, the text being a little bit, uh, a little small, a little on the small side. Is it standalone, or can you link it to Div 2? As far as I know, uh, this is this is standalone. This is not something... Um, this is not something that you can, uh, you can link to your div to, Hey, the name, the, 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 names went green. The names are green now on my mobile device. I feel like they've really upgraded the, the interchange here. I still can't gift members on my, uh, on my mobile. It's not letting me. That's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It'd be nice. It'd be nice if I could. Butter says, for a mobile game, it looks visually good, but for any other platform, it looks like crap. I think a big update for iPhone just went through. Yeah, the the, the live stream interface looked a little bit better for me. Like, it just seemed a little bit nicer and a little bit cleaner. Uh, and the names were green. Member names were green, but I could still not gift any members. It wouldn't let me. That's Apple. It's not like that on Android. Oh, distorted. Those gray names for you was Android. Okay. Okay. If you're just tuning in, we've been breaking down and looking at the Division Mobile gameplay. We're asking people to rate it. Uh, the, The poll at the top of the chat already has almost 300 votes. The Division Mobile gameplay, how do you rate it? A, B, C, or D? 38% of you are giving it a C. 30% are giving it a D. 18% 18% are giving it a B and 13% are giving it an A. So B and A are, are, are not even making up. What do we got there? 20. That would be 31. 31. So one third of you are giving it a pretty good rating, an A or a B. Uh, you know, 60% of you, uh, 60 to 70% of you, I should say, are giving it a, a pretty average to low score, um, which is to be expected. I don't think there's a lot of. I think there's a lot of mobile mobile gamers here. Um, oh, I was like, what is that dink, dink, dink sound? I thought there was like something happening in my house, but it's in the song. Perfect Dark had better character models. I don't know about that. Look up the character models in those games. So let me give you a comparison 
let me give you a comparison with the UI uh, to the Apex UI, okay? So Sven was good enough to take a little snapshot for me. Um, I don't know if this is if this is his gameplay or not. Um, well, whoever's playing is alive, so it's probably not Sven. Um, <laughs> so this is the UI uh, for Apex Legends on mobile. So you can see, um, it's pretty involved. It's pretty involved. It's pretty. It's pretty involved. You got the right side of the screen. You know, you got buttons. You got your movement and everything else. Down in the middle, you got gear. There's a lot of info that you need in this game for your gear. The guns. You need to know what guns you have. Backpack level, armor, how many armor replenishments, like all of that. And then the score at the top. And then the map and the kill feed over there on the left. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I had to get a shot in. So, I actually think this is this is helpful. This is helpful. That when you compare this uh, to the UI in this game, um, we, we've got to get to a spot where the actual entire UI shows up. But I do think that that does give some perspective that Apex on mobile, I think, does just fine. People play these games on tablets a lot, or is it mostly phones? I don't know, Zubair. If I was going to guess mobile gaming percentages, I bet more on phones just because it's more convenient. Your phone's in your pocket, right? You can pull it out, taking a break at the library, right? You're uh, you're on the bus. You're at the DMV. You're, you know, whatever it is you're doing. You're sitting on the toilet. Your phone is just, it's always there. Um, it's always there. Okay, so there we go. So if we compare this UI here to this UI here, I feel like it's pretty comparable. I feel like it's pretty comparable. I, I, I want to be fair to the game. I don't want to hate on the UI. So I would say they've done a pretty good job following mobile UI standards, right? That's what I would say. Most play on tablets or on screencasting. Hmm. it'd be amazing to see the percentages because I'm actually interested now that somebody brought it up I'm actually I'm actually genuinely interested like what what per, what's the percentage breakdown right <clears throat> I play apex mobile on my phone I don't really have any problems with control you play it daily nice never saw the appeal of mobile gaming I never play games on my phone and I never will I don't get it either now there are certain games that I would play on my phone right I was playing uh, last night I was playing with my wife and my kids we were playing um, Splendor it's a really really fun little board game really fun little board game and it said that you could play Splendor on your mobile device or your tablet and I was like oh that'd be kind of fun you know if I'm bored somewhere just quick game of Splendor especially if you can play against AI and it's relatively quick I couldn't find it in the I, uh, the uh, the app store for some reason I don't know if they discontinued it or what I was also curious to see if there was going to be any like microtransactions any in-app purchases do you know um, you only have snake on your Nokia. What's good, Smashville? 
I play Apex Mobile on my phone. Is Chromebook a mobile device? Uh, I played a lot of Subway Surfer back in the day. I use an emulator on my PC and occasionally on my phone for a break from work. Mobile gaming peaked with Tap Tap Revolution and Revenge. That's a good question, says Zubair. It's not a key. It's got a keyboard for input, but it's very limited in what I can install locally. I don't know. Oh, he's asking about your device. Oh, the Chromebook. Can you play it on your console controller? I was able to play Diablo Immortal with my PlayStation 5 DualSense controller. I synced it up with my iPad and was able to play. You can sync up the controller via Bluetooth. I see a difference in mobile games, says Distorted. This I consider a game on mobile, and then I see games on uh, as mobile games like Candy Crush. They capture two completely different audiences, and they're both on mobile. The Splendor app sucks. Gave up after one game. Real life version is great, though. That's unfortunate. I literally couldn't even find it, so maybe they maybe they shuttered it because it was getting such bad reviews or something. I couldn't find it. I searched for Splendor and it just wasn't there. This honestly looks like they built the game and got all the basics in and but have yet to smooth out the actual gameplay. Now, it does say down in the bottom that this is alpha fo- footage and that the quality is not final. Um, I tend to think that alphas and betas are usually very close to the final product uh, with respect. So I don't think there's going to be some kind of like dramatic shift between how this looks right now and how it looks when it's finally... Uh, available to the public. Games on mobile is not the same as mobile games. When does it drop? There is a uh, there's a beta that you can sign up for right now. I don't think they have an official release date, do they? Elaborate. I think what Distorted is saying, there's a difference between a game that comes over to mobile like Diablo or The Division and a mobile game. A mobile game is like Candy Crush, uh, Bejeweled, Wordle. It's literally built for mobile. Its origins is mobile. This is basically a console slash PC game that they have brought over to be a game on mobile. So like, I feel like he's talking about the core identity, inherent value, the feel, the look of the game... There are games that are just very clear, like that's a mobile game. You would, you are you really gonna play? You know, would you play Marvel Puzzle Quest? You might, but would you know? Would many people play Marvel Puzzle Quest or Bejeweled or Words with Friends, um, or Candy Crush? Would they play that on their their PC or their console? Some would, but the lion's share are gonna be playing on their on their cell phone. It's a closed alpha, says Trill Troll. The only mobile game I play on my phone is Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes uh, on the train during my commute. I wouldn't play a game more complicated than that on my phone. Guys, I don't know if YouTube's having an issue. We're, we're again experiencing this really weird thing that happens like 45 minutes into the show. I don't know if we just had like a blip or something. Do me a favor and smash that like button. Give us the next 50 likes. Get us to 200 likes. We had a really strong start, and I, I feel like we just had a blip or something. If you're having to refresh or audio's desyncing, that's not me. I just want you to know, YouTube has been doing some stuff on the front end, and there's been some mobile app updates, so make sure that your app's completely updated. Uh, just so you know, I do not have any control over when those sorts of things happen, uh, but I do try to acknowledge them when they do happen so that people understand You know, YouTube might be having uh, a bit of an issue. 
With division games, says Matt, there's always a big difference between alpha, beta, and shipped product. Even there are large differences between their PTS sessions and the released product. Okay, let me push back a little bit on, bit, bit on what you're saying, Matt. I happen to think this is pretty close to what you're going to see for this game on mobile for a couple of reasons. Number one, they've released it to the public as promotional material. So they are, they are pleased with how this works. Yes, they're giving us a little disclaimer in the corner that it's alpha footage and the quality is not final, but they're, they find this to be acceptable enough to push out to the public as a, as a promotional piece of material, okay? And so that tells me that it, they, that they think this is, this is close enough to snuff to use to get like people excited about the game that kind of adds to what I was saying, right? Um, uh, hang on. Disagree. Uh, tons of skill required to consistently... This guy says um, there's no skill involved in Fall Guys. I'm like, disagree? Like, if you're going to win consistently at that game, it takes a ton of skill? I hate YouTube, it kicked me off. I knew something happened. I knew something happened. I was like, we were cruising and doing totally fine. Like, what the frick? YouTube's getting upset you're not running them ads, right? Omar says, I think people really underestimate what mobile gaming entails and how good the experience could be. That's where streaming kind of shows what is possible. I have beaten complex games with no issue. Zubair says, Fall Guys is not a game for children. I'm getting dumped and I don't have updates pending. Send help. I think we were more concerned with showing the size of the game and the story. I think they were more concerned with showing the size of the game and the story settings as creature. Just got back what I missed. Game looks terrible. I've actually praised it for some of the design decisions they've done and we compared it to the Apex Legends UI, Apex Legends Mobile UI, and we feel it's very comparable to Apex Legends Mobile. I understand that, says Matt, yet Heartland was announced over a year ago, still not out. I played both the original uh, closed test and one of the latest. Huge differences. Okay, I mean, listen, I will will take what you're saying. I will take what you're saying, Matt, and I accept it. I accept it. That's fine. Yeah, there could be uh, huge differences. There could be huge, huge differences between now and uh, and when it finally releases this alpha footage this could be this could be a bit of a 900 IQ play right could be a bit of a 900 IQ play they release this footage and from here to to the launch of the game it just continues to look better and improve right yeah we are also acknowledging our limited understanding of games on mobile that's for sure yes this is totally free to play DTOM which has people worried there'll be microtransactions they'll be pay to win so <clears throat> they have a track record of massive polish between even PTS snapshots as creature. So this 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 very likely could be then just the rough bones of a game that'll end up looking significantly better when it finally comes out, for sure. It bothers me the most when companies take love franchises and they turn them into mobile micro garbage. I think as long as this thing is not pay to win, I think they've if, if they capture an audience and it's successful and makes them money, more power to them. More power to them. Cause 
Th- this this thing could hit, and this could be a monster. This could be a dynamite hit on mobile. People could end up falling in love with it. You just never know. They don't have a lot to compete with right now in the way of a looter shooter. You know, like how many games out right now are uh, are looters? How many on mobile? On mobile, right? Is that like a really really big thing? I uh, probably not. I would think probably not. Because in general, in general, most of the games, kind of like what uh, Distorted was saying, kind of what Distorted was saying, like a lot of games on mobile, just they're they're just they're mobile games. Like they're just it's just Candy Crush. It's you know, it's Mallet Masher or whatever. I'm just making games now, you know names up now. They want that whale money. Yeah, maybe, maybe. If it's not pay to win, all the power to them. Maybe I'll even try it. I could see them selling cosmetics because look at your like third party. I'm sorry, third person. Third person games are perfect uh, for micros. They're perfect because you, you can see your character. You can make your character look dope. You can make your character look cool. You know. Don't defend this. The possible micros too much just yet, Lono. This was in development before Diablo Immortal Backlash true that is true if it isn't pay to win no problem for me support games you like if it's not monetized to heck and progress transfers then I'll definitely try it well progress can't transfer because this is apparently takes place kind of before everything that happens in the division one and then a little bit after as well that's what the guy said in the in the the one video the one interview so milk the mobile users I mean there's plenty of reason there's plenty of reason to get into the mobile market like the mobile market is extremely lucrative you know I like uh, I can see why people are concerned they're like oh all these games they're just gonna start making mobile games you know we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're going to lose all of our favorite franchises to mobile. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if you have to be like, like extremely concerned that all your favorite games are going to get turned into mobile games. I don't think Diablo immortal has been quite as, as successful, uh, as they were hoping. And that, you know, that could be a cautionary tale. Like, listen, your, your, your PC and console audience isn't going to convert to mobile very well. So you're going to have to make a, as Distorted said, not a game on mobile. You're going to have to make a mobile game uh, if you want to be super successful. Now, depending on the market, depending on the market, you know, Genshin and some of these other games, they don't feel like a traditional mobile game, and yet they're massively successful. So there's always the chance that you could make a game. Like Diablo Immortal could have been insanely successful. Like, for all intents and purposes, they could have gotten they could have gotten Diablo Immortal right and made a ton of money, but they just they were super super aggressive with the monetization. They were so aggressive to the monetization that as I said during the one stream, I was like, even if you accept that it's a it's a pay to win game and you're okay with that, then even if you're okay with it, I still think you're going to look at it and say, this is absolutely ridiculous. Even if you're willing to spend money in Diablo Immortal, 
it's set up in like the most ridiculous way I've ever seen we lost the breath of fire franchise to mobile and then it dies this is a mobile only game and you cannot play this on PC since it's not out yet says distorted if they were planning on super pay to win micros they still have enough time to change some things a little before the launch to avoid similar condemnation so is this game canon yes yes it's canon the biggest issue to develop a mobile game like this you have so many different phones and hardware to run on it'll be much different from one plus uh, a one plus phone and an iPad pro Diablo Immortal took all the super aggressive aspects of other mobile games and did all of it at the same time. It's impressive, really. I don't agree with making it canon to your franchise's lore, but whatever. I could see people being a little annoyed with that, being like, man, I love The Division 1 and 2. I'm a huge fan. I'm not going to play your mobile game, and you just added a prequel story on mobile. Diablo Mortal is successful over a million a day according to Activision Blizzard. So that was a 30 million a month. How's that compare to some of the other super successful mobile games? YouTube says now would be a good time to run ads. Creators earn more money inserting ads the more viewers are watching. Give it a try. No. I would rather tell people to gift memberships or become a member. There's lots of perks of becoming a member. It supports the channel directly and I don't have to disrupt the show with advertisements. Creature says you don't have to play it. They have the full lore coming to Netflix later this year. It'll be the story of the first wave and the gap filler between one and two. Unfortunately, Diablo Immortal makes Blizzard a million a day. If people keep on buying these predatory micros, it'll continue within the mobile market. An advert? I'd rather hear about coffee. Yeah, we sell our own coffee. Don't forget if you're a coffee drinker, if you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, check out our flavor profiles for Reforge Roast. Go to reforgeroast.com or use the coffee command in chat or the link below in the description. There's a division show coming to Netflix? Yeah, I think so. tell YouTube to run your coffee ad? Well, I'd have to pay them for that. (laughs) I'd have to pay them for that. If it's a mobile-only game, I say let the mobile user base play a nice mobile game. Like Call of Duty Mobile, no one on Vanguard or Warzone is worried about the lore. It's not overblow the issue, for sure. The Division Resurgence lets agents take the fight to mobile. Creature found a good article we could read through. We've watched this gameplay quite a bit already. Um, I was I was honestly hoping that the other video would have new footage, but the other video is the same footage uh, with guys talking over it. Uh, I'm going to scroll down through here and close any pop-up ads. There we go. Alright, so we're pulling this from GameSpot. Studio mode. Let me go here. Move myself over. There we go. 
Okay, so we pulled this from GameSpot. The division resurgence lets agents take the fight mobile. Monetization questions linger, but resurgence looks like a proper division game that that happens to be on mobile devices. Ubisoft is no longer a stranger to mobile games. Its franchises like Assassin's Creed, Prince of Persia, and more have spawned mobile spinoffs. Ubisoft is also the publisher behind the massively successful mobile game Hungry, Hungry Shark Evolution. The division resurgence at this admittedly early stage, however, feels different. It may not enjoy the graphical fidelity of its console counterparts, but everything else about the game makes it look like a proper entry into the franchise, as opposed to a spin-off with a mobile asterisk. GameSpot recently got to see the game in action and to speak with executive producer Fabrice Navrez, and our look at the game suggested the Division Resurgence has the same mechanics uh, and gameplay as its console and PC counterparts. Resurgence is a third-person looter shooter that offers cooperative gameplay as well as competitive gameplay in an open-world New York City. Uh, yeah, the cooperative gameplay might be another big selling point for people. Resurgence is fully canonical in the world of the Division. It begins concurrently with the Division 1, uh, which affords the opportunity to show some of the events of the beginning of that game from a new perspective. But Navrez says the bulk of the game takes place after the story events of the Division 1, so it also serves as a pseudo-sequel. The main enemy in Resurgence is a faction new to the Division universe. They are called the Freemen and are made up of scientists, craftsmen, and engineers who are trying to survive in New York City. What makes this group different than the previous enemy Division factions is not yet clear, but you will be fighting them for the first time on mobile. The third-person shooting gameplay looks a lot like what's uh, on offer in the other Division games. You take cover behind anything you can on dilapidated streets and use various abilities to get an edge over the enemy, but with some compensations and adjustments made for the mobile platform. At the beginning of the game, you choose your specialization or class, and over the course of the game, you unlock different specializations and can swap between them. For example, the Vanguard specialization can highlight enemies for your team to see, and the Demolitionist can use Seeker Mines to take them down, among other explosive weapons. Um, hang on a second, I gotta go back over here. There we go. There we go. Uh, six specializations will be available at launch, according to Navrez, in the gameplay showcased. We saw players uh, throwing up cover to get into better shooting positions and dropping remote turrets to help against enemies. The Freemen are also well-equipped and can use items like remote-controlled drones. The New York City featured in Resurgence is open-world, according to Ubisoft. The missions you tackle within it are split between main missions, world events, and other activities. Navrez makes it clear that you can play the game for long sessions if you desire, but in general, completing various activities are geared towards shorter mobile play sessions. Resurgence also includes a version of the Dark Zone, the Division Player vs. Player Endgame area, but specifically for mobile, as well as the franchise skirmish and domination modes for competitive players. 
Resurgence also features customizable user interface and control options, allowing for multiple setups for using touch controls. Navrez made it clear the development team spent a lot of time focusing on touch controls to try and deliver an experience that feels comparable to the console and PC games, but Resurgence will offer full controller support, limited only by your mobile device's options. You can use Bluetooth controllers or controllers that plug directly into your phone. Navrez said Ubisoft's goal uh, for the game is to have its basic party with the first two division games Oh, parody, basic parody with the first two division games and will be welcoming to established fans and new players, but the three games are being treated as standalone experiences. Resurgence is a fully independent game, which means at least initially you shouldn't expect any overlap between them. Unlocks in one game won't apply to the other, but that's something Navrez said could be considered in the future. The big question lingering about Resurgence will be a free-to-play title when it launches is how the monetization works. Navrez was not able to specify how you'll be able to spend money in the Resurgence, but he did share Ubisoft's intentions. That's honestly concerning that he can't speak directly to this. That, that he, You should 100% be able to speak directly to this. Let's see what he says. What matters the most of us is to make sure Resurgence is a game everybody can play, complete, and enjoy in a fair manner. And so, that's really the cardinal rule we have there, is to make sure that everybody can enjoy the game at their own pace. And we know it's always a sensitive question for the community, and that's why later we will come back with more details. But we are very confident that we will find the sweet spot and the right balance to make sure that everybody will enjoy the game. See, that just sounds like corporate speak to me to justify letting people buy like XP boosts and things like that. Now, obviously, I've made it very clear before, pay to progress doesn't bother me unless it affects player versus player environments. If you can swipe your credit card and be super strong and live like Godzilla in the PvP environment, you know, for a couple of weeks because you're ahead of everybody, you know, I have a serious problem with that. But if somebody just wants to level up faster or play through the game faster and that doesn't give them any competitive advantage against somebody else this is why I think pay to progress and pay to win need to be you know different terms instead of using one, a one size fits all term Diablo Immortal, a free-to-play mobile game that similarly looks and plays like proper entry in the established franchise, has come under fire following its release, predominantly because what some complain is a pay-to-win approach. Players who are willing to spend money in the game are given access to the most advantageous materials, while those who don't invest are left with a disadvantage, which hurts Diablo Immortal's late-game PvP modes. When player concerns about pay-to-win monetization schemes were brought up to Navrez, he reiterated his previous point by focusing on the intention to make a game that is fair as possible one element of the division resurgence that neither the division one or its sequel had to contend with was the prospect of making a game about a pandemic during a pandemic the division one is about new york city responding to a smallpox like virus called the green poison that rips through the city the game released in 2016 the division two continues the story of the first game and explores how the green poison affected other parts of the united states that game released in march of 2019 the division resurgence began development in 2018 and will be entering closed alpha which you can sign up for here they have a link uh which means the bulk of the development happened and continues to happen while the world is in the sicky yo mr glum just gifted five memberships 
Retro, The Bean, Jay Wright, Ryan, and Docs the Fox all grabbed memberships. Guys, make sure and thank Mr. Glum for those memberships if I called out your name. We are inching our way back to 1,000 members. We have about 950. So thank you, Mr. Glum, for your generosity. If you had a gifted membership last month and it ran out, be sure to consider jumping back in on your own. Uh, That membership content is continuing to happen every day at the end of the day, as well as on Fridays. We're at 942 members, so we are consistently gaining and losing members all throughout the day because you guys were so incredibly generous uh, last week. And so make sure that you are uh, jumping back in uh, if you want. Uh, Let's see. Haven't seen anything this stream. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the first gifted membership this stream. Whenever they never outright deny something, believe it will be there, says Wheezy. Yo, Narwaffle jumping back in, hitting a three-month milestone. Thanks for renewing. The universe in the Division is fiction and was created pre-pandemic, and there was no denying the resonance of the story. Okay, I don't care about that. The gap between mobile games and console and PC games is getting smaller and smaller. The division resurgence optimistically is proof that third-person shooters can fit on a different type of platform. And there are still questions lingering about the resurgence, primarily how the game will be monetized uh, and if there will be a way that that negatively affects the experience. But our early look leaves us hopeful that it will be a worthwhile experience, especially for fans of the division. See, that's where I I part ways. I I actually don't think it's going to be particularly good for fans of the division. Um, I don't. I, I think it's going to feel... Uh, we can re-watch the video where they commentate because I actually do think they showed... Um, I'm part of the UI now. I'm so big and, and cramping the screen. Um, I think they do show some new footage in here in this, in this footage. Uh, hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they show new footage in here. It's such corporate speak. Yeah, it really feels like corporate speak, Wheeze. It really does. 100%. It's like, you, you won't tell me confidently, like, we're not going to have any pay to win. Like, you won't say that, but you're like, we're, uh... We're want to we're want to make sure it's the fairest possible experience for everyone. What the frick does that mean, bro? Right? Diablo Immortal in the early phases looked promising as well. Right. That's what I'm saying. Everybody said Diablo Immortal was super awesome when they were playing it in beta and alpha. You know? Nobody, nobody thought it was going to be pay to win. The guys that played the alpha all said that. They were like, none of this stuff was present uh, in the alpha. They said it wasn't present. What kind of phone is necessary to run this game? Paul says, they're not making these games for console gamers. Signing up, asking if you have played Diablo Immortal. Yeah, they ask you that when you sign up. That's right, that's right, Paul. They want to know if you've played Diablo Immortal. Spend more, get more. Mm-hmm.
Fans of the division have been asking for months to get the PC version to be to be more stable. They haven't been asking. Wish I had a mobile version. Right. That doesn't sound good. LOL. Yeah, the fact that they're like, hey, have you played Diablo Immortal? Oh yeah. What did you think of that? Did you think that that was pretty good? Were you uh, were you kind of down with that? <laughs> you know. Right? If they never give you a solid yes or no, it's either there or will be there shortly. Gamers don't fall for the corporate speak in 2022. We aren't stupid. Right. That's what I felt like when I read it. I was like, it sounds like he's dodging the question. Can you tell us if there will be pay to win? We aim to make this game as fair as possible. Yes, there's pay to win, you idiot. Stop asking. <laughs> Gaming World is trying to make everyone have a seizure on July 19th. What isn't happening on July 19th? What else happening on July 19th? I agree that it's all corpo BS, but virtually all publishers don't talk specifics about microtransactions prior to release. They talk about it at the last possible minute. I don't agree with that. I think I've read plenty of interviews where they're like, there will not be any pay to win. Horizon 5 DLC releases July 19th. July 19th is Stray. All right, see you, Mr. Glum. Thanks for the support today, dude. All the gifted members. Super kind of you, man. Getting us close to the thousand again. We're getting destroyed for putting pay to win or pay to have cooler stuff in these main games. Quick, make a mobile game and shove it in there. (laughs) Right. There's plenty of games and publishers, even big ones, that tell you outright this game has no pay to win.
God of War is the highest rated game on Steam in the first half of 2022. I, I said that port was so good when I played it. So, so good. I fell right back to sleep after I said hello this morning. Is this a Division mobile game? Yes, yes. I would have played this on iPad. Too much going on for mobile phone. Yeah, the UI is pretty involved, but uh, Sven was kind enough to provide us with... This is Apex Legends UI for mobile. So, I actually think it's pretty comparable. Truth be told. I don't have faith in this game whatsoever and I'm not even going to partake, but I know there are some people in here who want to play it. So for their sake, I hope it's good. I'm open. You registered? Yeah, I registered. We'll definitely check it out and show it to you guys when it comes out. Because I can play it with a controller on my iPad. And I can capture iPad gameplay. For big AAA releases, yes, good publishers will be forthright about microtransactions. It'd be nice for UB to do that too. But for mobile games, it's standard practice to not talk about microtransactions to the last possible minute. Elden Ring, which has been on Steam's weekly sales chart for a long time, was ranked 85th on the overall list. The hardcore action game from Software has garnered more than half a million reviews, but the game's overall rating is only 89%. Yeah, they did phrase it as if it wasn't good, Eugene. They said, but the game's overall rating is only 89%. Why are they phrasing it that way? It sounds like a a comparative statement. It sounds like a comparative statement to be like, yeah, Elden Ring's only got 89% as a rating. Like, what? Only? They use the word but and the word only. It's a weird phrase for a good score. Are they comparing it to God of War having such a crazy high score? Is that why they phrase it that way? I could see being like, God of War got a 95. Elden Ring's been doing crazy good, but it only got an 89. Like, then I could read it and, and be like, oh, they're not slamming it. It would depend on why it's phrased that way.
only compared to the rest of the games they're referencing. Yeah, if they're referencing games that all landed above 90%, they're saying Elden Ring sold like crazy, but it only got an 89. Like, then it makes a little bit more sense in context of the article why they said that. Because it's it would be super weird to, like, have anything negative to say about Elden Ring's review scores <laughs> of all the games to say anything negative about, right? Elden Ring also has like the highest number of reviews and half a million and it's still holding 89. Yeah, I would need to see the paragraphs prior to that one to see why they phrase it that way. Again, if they're comparing it to scores in the 90s, they're saying Elden Ring was so commercially successful, but it only got an 89. Like maybe they're trying to say it's impressive that God of War is holding where it's holding. If 89 is bad, what's the point? Just woke up. What's good, Colonel? Or, or I'm sorry, Cornell. Guys, remember, if you're enjoying the stream, we're just kind of letting the gameplay loop. There's some extra footage in this uh, discussion that he had with this guy. There's some stuff that they didn't show in the other footage. Remember to smash the like button. If we can get 50 more likes, make sure to vote in the poll. Um, We are looking at the Division Mobile gameplay. Half a million reviews. 89. It's crazy good, yeah. I'm going going in with, I like the Division 1 Endgame DLC and Division 1 Map Clear, so I'll try it. I don't think uh, Heartland will be good. I think Division 3 needs to go to the West Coast, like Hawaii. Yeah, Elden Ring did get a lot of negative reviews on PC, so its Steam score being 89 is actually really impressive. I agree with that. Honestly, maintaining such a high score with that many reviews is actually very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Heartland might surprise us. Because Heartland's going to have that survival element. The, um, The Division 1 survival mode is like it's basically the spinal column of that game. That's what it's built on. And I think it's going to be fun. Surprise me by not playing it. No, I actually think, I actually think it's going to, I think it's going to be a uh, a had I think it's going to be a rabbit pull, Wheeze. I think they're going to pull a rabbit out of the hat with Wildlands. That's my my gut instinct when I read the descriptions. I was like I think people are going to dig this.
Will there be a PC client? No, there will not be a PC version of this. No, uh uh-uh. There are lots of performance issues and stuttering and misinputs early. It still performs meh on OP hardware. That's the thing that shocks me about the PC version of Elden Ring. The fact that it got that score on Steam? That's it's crazy to me because that it it still to this date has issues. Which again that 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 surprises me that they This game is strictly PvE. There will be a dark zone uh, element in this game. They said that in the interview. All these games score X. The other game, while being highly successful, only scored Y. That's not a negative. It's something... Yeah. I don't think they're being negative. I think they're saying all these games scored unbelievably high and Elden Ring was commercially way more successful, but it only scored here. Like, I don't... Yeah. You can't just rip it out of what they're talking about. Because it's not even about Elden Ring. It's about God of War. I love the gameplay. I just hate the huge hit markers. Yeah, that was something Creature pointed out almost immediately to me. He's like, why are the numbers popping off so big? It's because despite it all, Elden Ring is just amazing. I was ticked day one with all the performance issues. Oh, I remember. We were you and I were both mad. I think you were more angry than I was. Elden Ring also extended far past its usual demographic, which would make more varying opinions. Even still, it performed very well. Oh, for sure. So was Heartland pushed back for this mobile game? No, it's di- I, I would say it's different teams. I don't think Heartland's been pushed back. about the performance love the game though I don't trust reviews I'm old and cynical when half a million people review the game I I actually think you can trust them I think you can trust the reviews yeah can we get 200 likes on this video we again are having an odd day we shot out of a cannon again with this stream we were doing great and then 
it uh, it slowed down. It might just be because we don't. I thought we had more gameplay footage. I thought the second video had more. I thought we were going to have like a solid twenty minute loop, and we don't. So that might be related to it. But it also felt like we climbed into like three hundred viewers really quickly. And then all of a sudden, YouTube acted up, and we lost a ton of people. I had a couple people come in and say, I got blipped out of the stream, so... Yo, my man Avery jumping in as a member. Thank you so much for doing that. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. Enjoy all the members-only perks and content. Creature says, I hold my original position on this. They'll regret this. I played Elden Ring on two different systems, one AMD and the other Intel NVIDIA. Both ran great. I think performance issues have been resolved. Yeah, Trill Troll says, I got blipped out. Yeah, something funky happened again today on YouTube. I really, really, we keep saying this, but I really hope it's because they're getting ready to roll out the UI changes. I really do. I really hope that's why. So let's take a look at the scores here on the Division Mobile gameplay rating. 455 votes uh, 32% are giving it a C 30% are giving it a D that's like 62 are scoring it pretty low 23 and 15 are giving it a B or higher that is 38% so it's like a 60-40 split devs not baking monetization into the creative process are idiots says Unity's John Ricitiello they're not the most be- beautiful and pure, brilliant people. Oh, they're the most beautiful and pure, brilliant people. They're also some of the biggest idiots. I just realized I wasn't in 480. I switched to 720 and the game still doesn't look any better. There will come a time when they have to answer for spending the time and resources on this instead of the core franchise. But given how many UB dev teams they have, do you think do you think this could have been a complete I think this was a completely separate team. He used to work at EA. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and end the poll. That's plenty of votes on the gameplay. It is a different team. I don't play mobile games. Also, I couldn't rate it an F. (laughs) They have 19,000 employees. Coming from a guy who laid off 250 people Monday and then bought another developer on Wednesday. Yeah, if you have a mobile team, then I think that's a perfectly legitimate excuse and comeback to people that are like, you shouldn't have spent time on this. Like, what do you mean? We have a team specifically designed for this. Plenty of people to do both, but you would prefer the resources to go to the main line. I don't think Massive is there on Division 3. Unity follows layoffs by immediately 
uh, buying another company. Yeah, you suddenly have a lot more money on hand uh, when you lay off a bunch of people. 100% separate team, but if Red Dead Redemption 2 gets shut down and then a mobile game of it comes out, people will be like, why spend money on the mobile game when you can improve the game? Less mobile users up in here? Oh, 100%. We, we are not a mobile gaming community, that's for sure. Mobile market's massive. Good on UB. They, yeah, they stand to make a ton of money. They stand to make a t- ton of money from this. They do. Other mobile games are just multiplayer oriented, but this is different. Could revolutionize it in a way. Gonna try Stray when it comes out? I am feed. I am. Most of us aren't in areas with massive mobile markets, for sure. Yannick, who leads the division team, said it's a completely different team and they have separate budgets. We are not the audience for sure. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Redstorm is completing the Div 2 cycle. This is a new branch of Massive. Okay, okay. So they've got... Do you think they have a team right now working on at least some stages or early stages of the Division 3? Unless this is Immortal 2.0. Yeah, I mean, Julio, there are concerns about that because when you go to sign up for the beta, it actually asks you if you've played Diablo Immortal. Like, it's right, it's right there on there on their questionnaire when you sign up. I actually play a lot of mobile games, BRs, MMOs, Gacha games, and Clash of Clans and Angry Bird style games. That's why I speak on mobile games the way I do. I'm on my phone all day, says Distorted. I know it's a long ways away, but are you going to try Ashes when it comes out? Uh, Have you seen any of the dev updates on the game at all? We were going to cover the Ashes of Creation dev update, but we feel like we were a little late on it. It hit when I was out of town. They did like two pretty big updates about combat. Uh, I know Asmongold reacted to it. Um, I think Ashes of Creation looks dope, but my biggest concern is, is they're going to go the same route of New World and they're going to get too f- firmly rooted in an identity of PvP and the griefers will ruin the game. You didn't see the vid, you were late today. Yeah, we showed it. We showed it for like the first, I mean, hour and a half. We just, I just, I just went away from it. I'm curious to see how they work in these microtransactions. Will it cost as much as Diablo Immortal to upgrade your character? Yeah, I don't know. Is it massive working on uh, full time on Avatar? Degenerate PvP players. That's right. No, PvP players and griefers that play in degenerate ways. It's a different different phrase with a, with a very different meaning. <laughs> Most sales in Diablo Mortal have come from the USA. It isn't, it isn't in China, though, so if that happens, that could change. Creatures take as sus. He's a Div 2 fan, not getting uh, changes fast enough. I agree, Lono. I think Ashes will eventually have to cave on the PvP stuff. Yeah. I 100% think that 
the PvP identity thing is I think people are being now the one reason that they might not do that distorted is people have said that the guy that's kind of like spearheading the project it's like a passion project you know and so he's not going to give in he's just going to say nope this is the identity of the game this is the game I want to build you know it would be like expecting Miyazaki to do something for, you know, Elden Ring based on negative feedback. He might be like, no, you know, Elden Ring is my passion project. I'm not going to give in on this. So if you're just tuning in, we were looking at the Division Resurgence uh, mobile gameplay. Well, Division, it was, it's Division mobile gameplay. I'll, I'll let it play. I'll let it play again, just in case anybody's coming in late. Reach says, my take is it looks terrible and they'll regret making it. I think the Division 3 is in pre-production. We know more cities are coming. You take the resources should have been shifted. UB deserves mobile cash. Oh, Creature didn't say that he thinks that. He says he thinks that people will say that. I think that's how he said it. There will come a time where they have to answer for spending the time and resources on this instead of the core franchise. Oh, okay. Well, maybe he did mean that. I read it as he thinks the community is going to ask them to answer for it. Not to answer that question nine million times. Anytime anything goes wrong, the community will throw this in their faces. Yeah, you guys made a mobile game instead of fixing this. You guys made a mobile game and said, yeah, exactly. Now, they might be able to clap back and be like, the mobile game's generating, you know, a million dollars a month for us. Shut up. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, if it generates revenue, then be quiet. I agree the community will throw it in their face. I do not agree that it's fair. Oh, I get what you're saying, YouTube lurker. I assume the internal thought process at UB is this game will generate profit and fans that they will develop Div 3. Maybe. I hope they'll regret making it. Uh, F, I'm sick of the exploitative mobile game stuff, says Fat Lump. Massive was being working on avatar and the other free div this is why they stopped supporting div 2 i think they even said something about that on stream i assume the internal thought oh i already read that creatures takes are always sus okay willie you're one to talk sir (laughs) you're one to talk willie come on There you go. There was the gameplay. 
you can you can uh, let us know in chat what you thought if you just got here for the day if you missed our breakdown of the division mobile gameplay uh, be sure to ask us what we thought you know what we uh, what we made of it gonna be a polarizing game and app for sure they just released an update who just released an update they stopped supporting div 2 I got new content on Monday missed that was he saying that particular team stopped supporting I don't think he's saying they stopped supporting it in general he's saying that massive stopped supporting it Div 2 still being supported. New content guaranteed through March of 2024. When they stop doing new seasons and only repeats. They stopped doing repeats two seasons ago. That was a sicky issue. Yeah, that's why we covered it recently, because it was like an actual brand new season for the first time in a while. sure some people moved on to new projects wasn't Willie the one who said he'd pay 150 up front for a game and then pay for an expansion later on I was that Willie no that was Hilly that said that that was Hilly that said that hopefully they make a good game in the future that can get a large base I really like the division one post update and fixes division two lost me and I never went back I'm I'm the same wheeze like I, I think I, I think I'm gonna dive into Heartland and like and like try to give it a go, but like I just can't go back to Div two. I just I don't know. I'll give Div three a shot, but I it gets into the build crafting and it gets into the mid max. I just can't do it. It's just I'm not there. And if you're not gonna play the division at that level, it just feels like such a pointless exercise, you know, to to just to play casually. He says, Div 2 is not your jam. You can't door camp the dark zone. Feel so slighted by that game. Which game? It's hard for me to go back. You feel slighted by Div 2? I jumped back into Div 2 a while ago, and it's in a better spot, but not good enough to keep me hooked. They should have brought back Survival instead of putting Countdown in Div 2. I agree 100% that they should have done more with Survival in Div 2. It was really strange that it was such a hit, 
in Div 1, and they were just like, yeah, we're not putting it in Div 2. It's like, huh? I mean, I could have played survival once a week just for the fun of it, you know? Easily, easily could have played once a week. I don't care about door camping or any of that, says Wheezy. It was legitimately not fun to play, period. The smaller DZ with no player base was butt, and obviously that can't change. Countdown's dope, says Creature. They're banking on survival to make Heartland. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, I think what happened is they saw survival being so popular that they made the decision to be like, this should be the base foundation of a new game. They screwed up the raid launch. Oh, that's right. You talked about that a while ago, Eugene. How, like, they mess up the raid launch and totally anybody who was super invested, like you and your buds, ended up feeling pretty screwed. Countdown's dope for sure. Countdown just rains loot. That part's so good. They got loot drops correct, if you ask me. That could be a good testing ground for future content if people are responding super positive. Great. I mean, that's a great testing ground for, you know, for future content. If if people are responding positively to it, you know? Div 2, I quit before the first half and I've never looked back. My long weekend starts now. Word. Word. cannot have two masters my my uh my friend calls me burger king because he really likes my burgers and he uh he he just sent me a picture he's eating at the actual burger king he's like serving you know serving two kings and i text him back i was like you cannot serve two masters (laughs) oh man we um i tell you what i i uh let's see something here hang on we're, we're going to do something a little different today uh, for you guys. I probably, I don't think, I don't think there was a game. I don't think there was a game today uh, that we, uh, we could have played, but uh, I, I, I think I'm going to do something a little bit different with the with the Thursday throwdown we are monetizing the members only streams just because it seems like it shows them to more members um uh members only streams are a great opportunity to ask me questions and get my feedback on stuff uh but Asmongold made a video about the purple platform and I had a question yesterday about the purple platform whether or not I think it's failing or dying or whatever and we kind of kickstarted the members only stream with that Thursdays are meant to be like an AMA but I think I want to watch that video with you guys but given that it's not like gaming related I feel like it's a perfect members only thing to do just kind of 
off the cuff. I wasn't planning on doing this, but I think that might be fun. Um, so, channel members, you should get a ping for a stream. Uh, you should get a ping for a stream. I'm gonna I'm gonna ping you in just a second, and we're gonna redirect over to that. Uh, the the division mobile thing didn't really uh, have staying power. So this morning stream was almost three hours. This stream is gonna be just shy of two hours. I think that's totally fair um, to give roughly roughly five to six hours of uh, of live streaming every day before we kick over to uh, to members. Um, and I'm going to do that post now. Let's see what Asmongold has to say about the Purple Snake platform post. All right. And then let me do a tweet as well. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Purple platform. The, the, yeah, I don't like saying Twitch, but that platform, yes. Uh gonna see what Asmongold has to say about Twitch during our members only stream today uh tweet cause we can start getting into like non gaming related stuff like this for members only right um if you're a non member again we are not doing less content we're still giving you roughly 5 to 6 hours of shows every day before uh, before we do any members-only content. I think that's totally fair. We're really trying to motivate people to jump back in as a member if they got a gifted membership. We're also trying to really uh, just give plenty of value to the people supporting this channel because we do not run lots of ads. So if you lurk and you listen and you cannot afford a membership, lurking and listening still supports the stream massively, especially if you're hitting the like button and you're faithful to the channel every day. That helps us get discovered by new people. But those of you that can't afford membership, we're really asking you to do that. We think that's a huge, huge aspect of YouTube that needs to be fostered. You have to look at live streams a little bit differently um, than the other type of content that you might consume on Twitch. You might, you know, be consuming mostly uploads. You might be consuming mostly content that is, uh, you know, it's got, it's got those ads in it. So it's going to be a blind watch. I've not seen what he has to say. I have no idea, uh, what he's going to say. Also, don't forget to check out our first look channel. It's getting videos every day. So if you're looking for more content from me, If you're looking for more content from me, check out our recommended channels below. Reforge First Look is uh, really quick first looks at games uh, every single day. We're getting codes, so we really need those videos to get more support because companies are going to be looking at those videos and how they perform, and then that empowers us to get more codes, okay? Hey, if you clicked on this video and you weren't here live, remember, we're doing members-only content all throughout the week when we end our day. Today's going to be a little bit different. I saw that Asmongold had made a video about the purple platform, the purple snakes, and uh, and how that platform's having problems. And I thought it might be fun to watch this in a members-only stream because this is not gaming-related. I don't like getting into drama or non-gaming-related stuff on those publicly viewed shows during Reforge Gaming News and Reforge Gaming Topics and things like that. We prefer to keep it uh, just to gaming so i'm gonna end the current stream the next stream is members only it will redirect you if you're not a member click that join button five bucks a month gets you into a ton of extra content on the channel every month if not we'll see you tomorrow